the one I was going to bring up was actually from, you know, going old school again. And what's this telling you that uh, <clears throat> SummerSlam 1990 and it involves Brett again. It was the Hart Foundation versus the Demolition. Ooh. If you guys remember that one, the two out of three falls. Yep. Yes, and, yes. You know, I don't I don't care. You know, for those of you who haven't seen that match, um, and uh, I mean, obviously, the best place you could find it is the network, but I'm sure you could probably find it online somewhere that that whole match. What was that match like 40 minutes or something like that? Two out of three fall. I don't know. Time is irrelevant. But the elect the electricity just in that match, the vibe that you get, even when you're watching it on TV. It's almost like, yeah, that was, what, 30-odd years ago. If you watch it today, and I don't care how many times I've seen it, there's, you you feel like you're there just because it was that. Am I saying that right? It was just the the the, the vibes were just there. Am I saying that it right? Was that captiva- it was that captivating. Yes. That's it. Um, and also what made that match good was what they built that up, oh, my God, for what, like four weeks? Or something like maybe, that. Maybe like two months, right? Because was that two when months? they had when demo when demolition had three members? Yeah, Crush was there, yeah, and Crush, the big yeah. thing was okay. yeah, Crush yeah, was there. Was, I mean, it wasn't a big build up, but I mean, I think it was like about two months. And I mean, by the time you got there, man, you were already invested in it, and well, they played it off yeah. well. And you know, they they got you to want to go to the dance, and then they brought you to the dance. If I could put it that way. And and I I just remember they were they would be having uh, remember on the prime times and oh let's go to demolition to hear what they would think of and you know and they would be running their promo with the big screen behind them or Mean Gene would bring them out or they'd all be on the Brother Love show you know but it was just like you said I think it was closer to two months they just built it up and and you know it just it it was just a very good match there's really nothing else to say about it so I would have to say that's one of my favorites. Now was this when USA was doing the um. It was like a pre-SummerSlam show. SummerSlam fever. Yeah, and they would have, like, like with this match, they would have a singles match with, like, Smash versus Bret Hart. Yeah, they, they actually the rest did. of the guys would be out there. And, okay, that's what I was no, thinking. No, this, is, was, this is where I'm turning into those. This is where I'm turning into a nerd because it would be, uh, you know, they did, like, Smash versus Jim Neidhart. Yeah. You know, and it was that was they did that on uh, a Monday night instead of primetime mm-hmm. wrestling. It was the Sun- SummerSlam fever to build you up because you were a week away. And remember, yeah. going back to 1990, there was only wrestling one night during the work week. And that was Monday night. You yeah. had then you had to wait for your wrestling again until Saturday morning and then <laughs> Sunday. So okay, turn man. you have Saturday, Sunday and Monday of your wrestling days. And then you had to wait a whole week, <laughs> you know, not now it's at your fingertips. You have a wrestling show every night or whatever, or what? Yeah. Ra- wrestling. Yeah. yeah wrestling. The, the wrestling, but no, that was one of my favorite matches. Okay. As Logan would say, I'm done with my rant. <laughs> uh, mine's actually more, um, three reasons. One, the build up, um, to the match and free the circumstance. And it's more recent than your guys is. I'm going to go for 2000. Circumcision? <laughs> That's rabbi's no, area, not mine. <laughs> no. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying? Do you I actually you said do that. that though, Barris? Like, can people call you and say, "Can can you like circumcise my child?" How about can a you ch- go and no, do it? The, 
No, the, the, this rabbi does not. Uh, no, he's not choppy choppy. He's a rabbi by name only. <laughs> I am a rabbi, but I'm not kind, Ty. There's no choppy choppy. So my um, my one, okay, like I said, yeah, is a bit sorry. more recent. I'm going to go for 2004 SummerSlam, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Ooh. And, uh, like, like I say, my reasoning points, one, the build-up, because uh, you've got like WrestleMania and the title defense there. And then you've got the whole thing with him, Angle being the general manager and faking the leg injury. And you've got the match with JBL and the cage, the interference there. And then you've got the payoff actually at SummerSlam, uh, which I thought was great. Um, two, the match itself. It is a great match for res- mat wrestling. I mean, you, you know, you expect Eddie Guerrero to go flying and things like that. It wasn't. It was a really cool, technical mat wrestling submission lock. Very Kurt Angley, what you'd expect from Kurt Angle. But Eddie Kurt Guerrero Angley. gave... Yeah, it is Kurt Angley match. So, But Eddie Guerrero <laughs> paid off really well with it. Eddie Guerrero paid off really well. I mean, he did such a great job, uh, you know, countering Angle as well. I thought it was just a great... Yeah, it's only it's not long. It's only like fifteen minutes long or something like the actual match, but it's a really great technical match to watch. And and there's some really hard bumps in that match. Um, Guerrero does like the three amigos, uh, you know, the, the the three suplexes in a row. And man, you can hear. Oh, I used to love when he did that. that. Yeah, I mean, he pulls it off really great. And there's this there's this pull from the top. I think it's Guerrero goes up to do a jump and literally angle runs up, grabs him. And it is like a throw slash suplex off the top rope halfway through the ring. And when he hits that ground, Oh man, you just bang, you hear it. But the third point about it is the circumstance. No pomp here, just circumstance. Um, (laughs) Basically, they're basically two heels fighting. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, you've got Guerrero cheating, you've got um, Angle cheating, and surprisingly, everybody's like cheering for Kurt Angle, which is, you know, just a surprise in itself. But I I, I love the match. I I literally, I just watched the match again today just to have a recap on it. And I'm like, man, this is really good technical Matt wrestling. You know, Eddie Guerrero can, he's almost, you know, he's known for his high flying action and he's superb at it. But this was a very grounded match and he showed that he can wrestle with the best. Because I, I think Kurt Angle is by far probably one of the best, you know, Mac grappling wrestlers ever. You know, I think he's just fantastic when he does it. He knows how to move. He knows how to handle people. And, and Eddie went step by step with him the whole way. I think it was a, Really good match. And it was a surprise because it's not a it wasn't a main event match. You know, it was kind of very in the middle of SummerSlam, just get it out of the way kind of thing. But I, I think personally it, it made the entire SummerSlam at 2004. Right. There you go. That's me. So I got one um, from uh, our social media. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to Twitter for this one. And it's actually a friend of the show. We had him on. Remember Sean? He was on a couple months ago, five-star podcast of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he he actually mentioned a few, and I'll mention one here because we could always go back. Um, Well, heck with it. I'm just going to read the whole tweet. (laughs) 
he said HBK's return against Triple H in 02. Yeah. Rock versus Triple H in 98. Yeah, very good. Lesnar versus Rock in 02. Brett versus Owen from SummerSlam 94. And Brett mm-hmm. versus Perfect in 91. Well, we already mentioned that one. But um, you know what? I'm glad he mentioned all those because that's kind of going down memory lane a little. But um, I, you know, the one that sticks out for me with that is HBK's return against Triple H because wasn't that the big return? Like it wasn't just a return, but wasn't that like his big return? That after he's been gone for so long, yeah, he'd uh, been he'd Michaels. Been, he'd been out for like what four years? I think so. Three like four or five, four or five years. Yeah, or something it was like that. a pretty long time. Because um, it was with his back, right? He had that. There was a that new sur- that that new kind of surgery that he had his back fixed and allowed him to wrestle again. But no, I yeah. do remember that. It was that wasn't a cage match yeah. or anything, or was it like a no holds barred? See, I just can't remember. No, no holds barred. Was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Because remember, um, Sean got hit by the car, mm-hmm. or got knocked yeah. out by the car, like something, and they had Triple H on the on the screen, and. He was like, oh, you know, um, yeah, they said, they, you know, we might never know who hit me. And he goes, but luckily the venue had a camera system in the parking lot. So let's go to the footage. And uh, it was Triple H. And that's when, like, they both started kind of, like, just staring each other down. And you knew it was going to be something special at that point. That's when they didn't like each other again. Yep. <laughs> one of the one of the times they didn't like each other again. Yeah. Yeah. One of one of the upteen times. Now, did you? Let me ask you this: Did you like Sean better as a a heel or a face, baby face? I'd, I'd say heel. You think it was a better heel? Yeah, he just had that. He had that vicious side. He could he could take you out in the ring. He could tear you up in a promo. I mean, when um when Hulk Hogan and him were doing their thing, and I believe that was a SummerSlam match as well. If I'm not mistaken, um, Hulk versus Sean. Yeah, and it was. They were. Um, I guess Hulk went to to Vince, and Vince went to Sean, and he's like, "Yeah, pal, you know Ter- Terry's Terry's all about business. He wants you to wants you to treat him like you would treat somebody, like you know, back in like 1998." Ooh. And he goes, "He goes, are you kidding me?" And he's like, "No." And he goes. You have to be kidding me. He goes, I would tear him up and chew him out. You're this sure. This would be attitude here, Sean. Yeah, he's like, you're yeah. sure you want me to go back this year? And the, the quote that he gave, um, that Vince gave him was, Terry's all business, pal. And that's when they did the, um, oh, what's the guy who has like the late night show? Um, no, they did, the Sean did the parody King? of Hogan, Larry King. Yeah, yeah that was, and that's yeah. when they and that's after they had that talk, that's when they did that. And yep, is that so, the one where Sean, yeah. where Hogan refused to lose the Sean too, and then Sean was just mm-hmm. overselling everything on purpose? Yeah, because they were saying at first they were gonna, you know, do like a maybe like a three three match thing or yeah. a two match thing, and he, you know, he'd get him back, and then he's flat out said, "No, I'm I'm just doing the one." And when Sean heard that, that just flipped him out, and he went out there and, like you said, oversold everything. That's, yeah, that's, that's a classic Sean, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I could keep going. I mean, do you guys have another one? 
Uh, he actually mentioned one of mine. And, what was that? Uh, was the um, Triple H versus Rock ladder match from '98. See, I don't and remember that one too much. Do you, do you, I mean, that was, I mean, that's when they were feuding over the Intercontinental title. And I mean, any matches they had, whether it was just a grudge, the IC, the heavyweight title, and that's why that was one of my favorites, is because they their careers like mirrored each other as they were going. And I mean, we got a full career rivalry out of that, which you know, you know, we'll never see that again unless they get their act together. But two guys starting around a little around the same time going as long as they did as a rivalry and putting on great matches every single time, you know, that who does that anymore? You just, you don't have anybody. I've got right. to go. I tell you, I've got to go with, cause I always have to go with him. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I wonder who this could be. <laughs> Definitely Mr. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say the Red Rooster. Um, the Brooklyn Brawler. Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. It that was, was a SummerSlam? Yeah. I know they fought a couple times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's so, that's so had, weird. When he, had the, um, when he had the cast on? Yeah, I believe so. It was, it was after the streak, after all that jazz. They fought at WrestleMania, and this was just like, they're just going to yeah. Oh, that's so. This is later. Because okay, yeah, let yeah. me find out exactly which one it was. Because because um, I was going to say this was weird because last night I watched Lesnar versus Undertaker from Unforgiven back when he was the badass. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of. He had the cast on then. No, there was no casts on anything. Okay. No, no, no. It was. It was, it was definitely SummerSlam. I don't know which one it was though. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was after it was, it was, it was a badass match, basically. Like you were, you, you really watched the Undertaker. He's putting everything into it, and, and Lesnar as well was really. I mean, it was, it was an ass kicking match. It was just violence, just like right. wicked violence. Two thousand fifteen, that was oh, it. Okay. Two thousand fifteen, okay. Brock Lesnar versus the Undertaker. But um, yeah, it was a real. I mean, the Undertaker gives some. I mean. You know, Mark, he's always a consummate professional in the ring, but man, I tell you, some of those uh some of those heavy slaps he was giving Brock, I mean, it it looked like he was really out for vengeance. I mean, he, well, he there's some really decent connecting hits there. So But him and Brock are buddies though, that's the thing. Yeah, so, yeah, they're buddies and everything. He but, did his job if you thought he was if you thought exactly. he was legitimately and, ticked off at him. You again, know. why the Undertaker is one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Simple oh, as yeah. the man could sell anything, and um, he was just amazing in the ring. We hope you have enjoyed this mini sode of Ring the Bell Radio. If you would like to hear more of our episodes, visit ringthebellradio.com and just click or tap the big red button that says Listen to the Podcast. Email us at ringthebellradio at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.